Welcome to Victory Church Winchester, Virginia's weekly podcast. Our desire is that you will find Victory a place to call home. Please take a moment to subscribe and share. Here is this week's message from our Sunday morning worship experience. I always seek the Lord's guidance as to what He has for our church, um, what He has for us collectively as a church in, two th- in this new year in 2023. Been seeking the Lord for that, and uh, the Lord keeps on. Uh, reminding me or bringing this word to my attention that's the word breakthrough and uh, God has a breakthrough God has things that he is wanting to remove obstacles uh, that he's trying to that he wants to bring you over uh, opposition that he's bringing you through hindrances um, that he's strengthening you to go over um, limitations uh, sins habits uh, things that are um, blocking your way to entering into all that God, walking in all that God has for you. 2023 is the year of the breakthrough. I really believe it. How many of y'all believe that 2023 is going to be the year for your breakthrough? And I'm going to continue uh, on that theme. If you would turn in Joshua chapter 5, Job chapter 22 verse 28 says this, to declare a thing and it shall be established. You ever heard of the scripture before in Romans chapter 10? The apostle Paul says, if you believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus Christ and confess with your mouth, you will be saved. In another place, Jesus said that from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever is in your heart will come out of your mouth. And so, if you believe, if you're believing in your heart for breakthrough, then you need to declare it with your mouth. I believe that 2023 is the year of the breakthrough, and I'm going to declare it over your life today. You're going to experience breakthrough in your family, in your health. You're going to experience breakthrough in your generosity, in your contentment. You're going to experience breakthrough over your past. You're going to experience breakthrough in your faith and trust in God. You're going to experience breakthrough in your spiritual growth and in your willingness to forgive others. Breakthrough in your attitudes and your emotions and your thoughts. Breakthrough over negative habits and addictions. Breakthrough in the stewardship of your gifts and ministry. Breakthrough in your career and business. Breakthrough in your purpose. Breakthrough in your love of uh, God and for others. And breakthrough in your witness and building God's kingdom. Are you believing for a breakthrough today? Give them one last hand clap of praise today. Joshua chapter 5 beginning at verse 13. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood opposite of him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, No. But as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? Whatever you worship, you will serve. Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, 
Take the sandal off your foot, for the place you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Verse 1 in chapter 6 continues this way. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all of you men of war, and you shall go around the city once. This you shall do for six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then, somebody say then, the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up every man straight before him. Go down to verse 20. So the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. So the title of my text this morning and the subject of my sermon is this, the battle for breakthrough, the battle for breakthrough. Bow your heads and your hearts with me as we pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity, Lord, this morning to gather around your word. Lord, we haven't come into this moment, Lord, just to attend a service, to sing a song, or to hear a sermon. But we've come into this moment today to hear what thus saith the Lord. Father, may I decrease and may you increase. May the words that come forth from my mouth be the words of God. Lord, let us leave forth from this place having heard your word, having believed your word, received your word, and ready to live your word. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in hearts and in lives, in person today, online this morning in homes, and throughout the week. Father, we thank you, Lord, in advance for our breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lane. Those of you that have children may relate to my struggle uh, this morning, the challenge um, of being a parent sometimes. Uh, my son, Anthony, gets a lot of toys. Toys for good behavior, right? Toys for just being cute, oftentimes. Toys for giving kisses. I mean, this, this guy is blessed. He is so blessed. And um, oftentimes, we'll go uh, either to Target or we'll go to Walmart or we'll go to his, one of his favorite stores is Five Below. Mom, take me to Five Below. Um, but sometimes, uh, we will get his toys off of Amazon. Come on. How many of y'all have an unhealthy relationship with Amazon Prime? It's just so convenient. Um, you go online, you look, see what you want. Um, they send it to your house, two-day shipping. Um, we love it. But what we've learned is 
If we find a toy for our son that he likes, we show him first and we say, Anthony, do you like this toy? And he'll usually say yes because we kind of know what he likes. But we never tell him that we're getting him the toy. That would be a big error on our part. Because how many of you know that our children have no patience to wait? They want what they want, and they want it when? Yeah, yeah. So we don't tell him we've got the toy. But the reality is that when we go on Amazon and we see something that he wants, the toy that he wants, he tells us he likes it, we push order, and automatically we have made that purchase. You could say, so to speak, that we are in possession of a new toy. However, that possessing of that toy has to go through a process. In other words, we purchase it, um, it has to be pulled, it has to, the label has to be put on it, and then it has to ship out. It goes throughout the country, whatever areas and routes that it takes to get to my doorstep. When it gets to the doorstep, it is not actually possessed until it is in our hands, until we have actually picked it up, although we have already purchased it. And the reality is that my son Anthony is not the only one who does not like the process that you have to go to through to possess, right? How many of you can relate? You would say, I don't really have patience. I want what I want, and I want it now. Somebody admit it. Some of y'all ain't telling the truth this morning. But I'll go ahead and admit it for you. And see, here's the thing, too, is the reality is, um, even though I possess the toy, I bring it in the house, I open the box, um, that box or that toy on the front of that toy is a picture of what the possession is supposed to look like in order for it to be fully enjoyed, all right? So you could say, even though I possess it, I don't necessarily possess uh, what has been promised until it is actually put together, sitting on the table, Legos built, train sets built, various toys that come in the mail built and put in front of you. But see, here's the problem is my son doesn't have patience with that either. He wants to take the pieces. He's grabbing me on my leg, grabbing me on my jacket, and he wants to put together what is on the box on his own. I can appreciate that, but you're not going to be able to put it together and to be able to possess it because you don't know how all the pieces fit together. And the reality of it is, is in my life and in your life, Oftentimes, before we take full possession of what God has for us, we've got to go through a process. We don't like that process, but that process is vital and it's important for us to receive the possession that God has for us. And here's the problem. Many of us, in going through that process, give up before we receive what God wants us to possess. And in order for us to take full possession, we must not give up on the process. 
This morning, I want each of us to embrace a breakthrough and discover and implement this truth of breakthrough and from our text today. And it's this. To get your breakthrough, don't give up before you break through. To get your breakthrough, don't give up before you break through. In our text today, it's been 40 long years where the children of Israel are wandering in the wilderness. Remember, they were in Egyptian captivity, in Egyptian bondage. God brought them out with a mighty hand. They stood before the Red Sea, uh, sea and God parted the Red Sea, and they walked through to dry ground. And God had promised many, 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 many years before through Abraham, I'm going to give you and your descendants this land, this promised land. And for them, it was an actual physical breakthrough. Uh, For us in the New Testament, it represents our spiritual breakthrough as Jesus has brought us out of slavery, out of bondage, and into a place of freedom, the promised land represents the spirit-filled and the spirit-led life that we experience his breakthrough because he is already broken through for us. Well, the people of Israel, they come out of slavery, but they're wandering in the wilderness through unbelief. God says, I want to give you the land but they would not believe for God's breakthrough that he had for them. And so because they wouldn't believe him, they walked around in the wilderness. It's important that you believe for your breakthrough. It is the beginning of your breakthrough to believe. God has breakthrough for you in this new year, but you've got to believe it. You've got to receive it. You've got to declare it. God, you are breaking through in my life, and no matter what obstacles, no matter what hindrances, no matter what I see, no matter what I feel, no matter what I experience, no matter what I understand, God, you are breaking through for me in Jesus' name. And so they come out of bondage and slavery. They go into the wilderness. They're walking around in the wilderness. A generation dies off. Moses dies, and now Joshua is going to lead the people of God into the promised land. They're ready. They're positioned. They're going into the promised land. They step, and, and, and they step before, and they look uh, at the Jordan River. They cross over the Jordan River, symbolic of the Red Sea deliverance in, in which God brought them through to dry land. They come over on the other side to a place called Gilgal. They build a monument there. They celebrate God's parting of the Jordan River, and they look back and they remember God's faithfulness to bring them out of slavery. Now they are on the precipice. They are actually in the promised land. They come to a place, the outskirts of a place called Jericho. Jericho was... um, about four miles from Gilgal to the west. They enter into Jericho, and immediately upon entering into Jericho, they see this fortified city, impenetrable city. 
This city, which archaeologists and historians will tell us that the walls, there was two walls. There was the first wall that was about 15 feet high, about six feet wide. And then there was a gap of 15 feet. And there was another wall on the other side of that that was about 20 to 25 feet wide. And it was about uh, 20, 20, 25 feet high and about 12 feet wide. The very first city they faced of Jericho was a formidable fortified city. This city was a big hindrance to Israel. It stood as an obstacle between them and the promise that God had spoken over their life in which they were to inherit. Jericho, listen to this. I want to tell you today, Jericho, because this applies to us today, Jericho had to be defeated in order for them to enter into the possession of God's promise. So you may wonder what a battle that was fought over 3,000 years ago has to do with a breakthrough today. There are some unpenetrable, impossible obstacles and barriers and walls that stand before you today. And in order for you to enter into your breakthrough, into the victory, into the place where God is leading you, a place of hope, a place of strength, a place of freedom, come on, a place of of increase. In order for you to enter into this place, there's some things, there's some walls, there's some hindrances, there's some things that are going to have to come down. God is tearing these things down. They must come down in order for you to take possession of your promise. And Jericho teaches us a lot about our own breakthroughs, and many of us have walls that are standing in front of our lives. Some of these walls might be the continual sin that stands between you and God's best. It might be some old hurt that has grown into bitterness. Maybe it's a barrier between you and, and, and all that God wants you to have. Maybe it's a cold and indifferent spirit that has invaded your life and erected a wall between you and God's best for you. It might be an, a bad attitude an unforgiving spirit. It might be pride or it might be anger or it might be an inability to trust God and simply take him at his word. But whatever it is, it stands before you today and keeps you from breaking through, entering into and possessing all that God has for you. And I'm here to tell you today, these walls must come down. They are coming down in the name of Jesus. And this morning, I want to share with you how to break through in the battle for your breakthrough. To get your breakthrough, don't give up before you break through. Firstly, for you to break through in the battle for your breakthrough, the first thing that I want us to do to acknowledge and to recognize from our text today is that I don't want you to give up on God. Don't give up on God. You see, you can't break through without the God of the breakthrough. Joshua didn't get his breakthrough until he met Jesus. You see, the commander of the army of the Lord, that is a pre-incarnate manifestation. It's called a theophany in, in theology. It means this, that God made his presence known through the person of Jesus before he was ever born. A lot of times, uh, this manifestation is called the angel of the Lord, or it's the, the, the army, the host of the Lord, the commander of the Lord. And in showing up and appearing and, and, and displaying and manifesting himself to Joshua, he was telling him, 
I am here as the commander as of the army of the Lord, and you cannot break through unless you have me. You see, God has never lost a battle. He's undefeated, and with him, you cannot lose, but you need the God of the breakthrough, and you must not give up on God if you want to break through. Here's how we give up on God. We give up on God when we depend upon our own strength. When we tell God, God, we don't need you. God, we can do this in our own strength, our own ingenuity, our own ability, our own perseverance, our work ethic. God, we got this. We can do this all by ourselves. But here's the reality today. Your breakthrough is coming and you're going to need God. And he's not just, listen to this, he's not just a savior for your situation, but he wants to be the Lord of your life. How can we enter into the breakthrough by not giving up on God? Here's what Joshua did. It's, it's shown to us in the passage today. It's shown to us in our text so beautifully. He bowed before the Lord. He bowed before the Lord's authority. So this morning, the way that we remain in a position in which we do not give up on God and depend upon our own strength is to bow before him in worship. Bow before him and say, God, what do you want your servant to do? God, where do you want me to go and how do you want me to serve you? God, I'm ready, I'm willing, I'm able for you to break me through. God, don't let me uh, re rely on my own strength. God, don't let me get through in my own power and my own ability. God, I need you in order to break me through. You see, Joshua was doing recognizance and he was surveying um, Jericho. He was looking for a way. He was trying to develop a plan. He was trying to figure out an entrance into this formidable city and a way to break through its protection. And then the commander of the army of the Lord, the appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ, he began to show him his plan. I want to talk about his plan in just a moment, but maybe I can illustrate to you how this might look in your life in terms of not giving up on God. So like when you, some of you, when you drive and you are getting onto the highway, you go into a place where you enter, enter the merge lane, right? And you get on that merge lane, but the highway and traffic is going in a certain direction and you getting on your, the merge lane, your responsibility is as you're merging onto that merge lane, your responsibility is to defer, to look over and maybe slow down for traffic that is coming to find your way through. Some of y'all are maybe you're like me and you speed up when you get on the merge lane because you can't deal with the person not letting you in. But I wouldn't suggest that. The responsibility for you is to defer and to move over because the person on the highway has what's called the right of way. God has the right of way. He's moving along with authority over your life, but you've got to merge into what he's doing. This is what it means for us to bow to his authority and submit to him and not give up on him. You're going to need his power. You're going to need his strength. You're going to need his breakthrough. So don't give up on God by bowing to his authority. 
further to break through in the battle for your breakthrough, the second thing that you do not need to give up on is don't give up on his plan. Don't give up on his plan. Here's what it says in Joshua chapter 6. I'm going to begin reading at verse 3 just to remind you. You shall march around the city, all of you men of war. You shall go uh, around the city once. This shall, you shall do for six days. And the seven priests shall bear the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass. When? Somebody say when. When they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when, somebody say when, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, then, somebody say then, then the people shall go up every man straight before him. You can't break through without participating in God's plans for your breakthrough. See, God's got a plan. How many of you are glad that he's got a plan? The scripture says, God says, I know the plans that I have for you. God is saying, I got a plan in order to break you through. I got a plan to bring you out. I got a plan to take you in to your victory. And you cannot break through without participating in my plan for your breakthrough. In other words, God is saying, I'm not just going to break you through all by myself, but I need your participation. I want you to walk around the walls. I need you to walk around each and every day for six days. And on the seventh day, you're going to walk around seven times, and then you are going to shout. So when you walk around the walls and you submit yourself to participating in the process... God is saying, you do what in the natural you can do, and I will do in the supernatural what you cannot do. God is asking you today, what is he asking you to do? What would he have you to do? Where is he asking you to go? What is he asking you to say? What is he asking you to be involved in? When you submit your plans to his plans, then he'll do what you cannot do in your own power and in your own ability. Amen. God's plans involve supernatural intervention and natural participation. I can almost imagine Joshua coming and sharing his plans with his soldiers. Hey guys, look, this is what we're going to do. I got the plan. The Lord has spoken to me, he's shown himself to me. They're going, huh? What? what, what? This is what we're going to do. First day on Monday, we're going to get everybody together. We're going to get the priest out front, the seven priests. They're going to blow their horns. Um, uh, everybody else is going to be quiet behind um, the, the priest. We're going to put the Ark of the Covenant, which represents the presence of the Lord. By the way, you cannot break through without the God of the breakthrough. So God is even showing them there, confirming there, you can't break through without me. And so you need me. You need my presence to go with you. And they march and say, guys, look, this is what we're going to do then. We're going to put the ark out there. The priests are going to be out there. You guys are going to join with me. We're going to march around the walls. The whole, like, we're going to go, it's going to take about, it's going to take about an hour and a half, two hours, we're going to go around this city, and then we're going to come back, oh, th th then guess what we're going to do? We're going to go back to camp, okay? These guys are soldiers, right? These guys are men of war. This makes no sense. And guess what, guys, on the second day, on Tuesday, yeah, we're going to march around, we're going to get the Ark of the Covenant, we're going to get the priest out front, you guys are going to get dressed in your battle armor, you're going to get, wake up in the morning, we're going to go around, we're going to march around again on the second day. 
The guys say, what are we going to do then? Yeah, we're going to go back to camp. <laughs> Wednesday, guys, listen to this, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I know something's coming on Wednesday, the guys are thinking. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to wake up in the morning. We're going to put the priest out front. We're going to put the Ark of the Covenant behind him. We're going to get dressed in our battle array. We're going to walk around the walls. We're not going to say anything again. We're going to come back. We're going to go back home. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And if I know people like I know people, like I know you, there's somebody in this room that's going to say, this don't make no sense. I ain't walking around this. I'm not walking around these walls of this city no more. I'm not doing it no more. Joshua has lost his mind. He has no clue what he's doing. Don't give up on his plan. If you want him to break you through, you cannot give up on his plan. And sometimes his plan makes no sense, but it requires our participation. It makes no sense because the scriptures say that in order to receive, you got to give. In order to be first, you got to be last. In order to be exalted, you've got to humble yourselves. In order to live, you've got to die. God is very paradoxical. He's very countercultural. Some of the things that he asks us to do in following him make no sense. But we've got to follow his plan. Humility is saying yes to God. Listen to this. Humility is saying yes to God's plan when we don't feel like it, when we don't like it, and when we don't understand it. And when we're tired of waiting for it. When we grow exhausted and waiting for God's process to manifest into his, the possession of his promise, we cannot give up on his plan. If we'll show up and walk, God will show up and work. God said, if you march, even though you're marching and nothing is moving, God said, if you're walking, then I am working. Keep on walking. And if you find yourself in a situation where you're discouraged, whether you've been doing this for a long time, you've been praying, you've been seeking God, you've been waiting for the breakthrough, you've grown impatient, I want to encourage you today, keep on walking. Keep on walking. Keep on praying. Keep on worshiping. Keep on trusting. Keep on believing. Don't stop serving. Keep on walking. Don't give up on his plans. You got to persevere. And your responsibility is to participate in the process. And if you'll participate and do what you can do in the natural, God will do what you cannot do in the supernatural. God's process always involve, involves waiting for the fulfillment of his promise. Wait on the Lord and be of good cheerage, be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and will not faint. Come on, God is saying, I need you to wait on me. Don't give up on my plan. I want you to persevere. Don't give up on the things that I have prepared for you because if you'll maintain, if you'll continue, if you'll wait the process, through the process, then I will perform my promise and you will possess the victory. You will possess the breakthrough that is coming in your life. Keep walking. God is working. And that's why the Apostle Paul could say, we walk by faith and not by sight. 
as they're going around these walls every day, nothing is changing. And maybe if you can relate to that today, you don't see anything changing in your marriage. You don't see anything changing in your children. You don't see anything changing at your job. Just keep marching. If you'll keep marching, even when nothing is moving, just to know that God is working as you're walking. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on his plan. And finally, don't give up on his promise. Don't give up on his promise. I love verse 2, Joshua chapter 6. Listen. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king, and the mighty men of valor. God is speaking to Joshua about his future that has not taken place yet. This is a promise. Don't give up on his promise. You can't break through without believing his promise for your breakthrough. We can't break through and see God's power released if we give up on God, if we give up on his plan, and if we give up on his promise. Whatever God has promised over your life, I've come to encourage you today, there will always be a problem standing in front of your promise. Jericho was securely shut up. I don't have a problem with verse 2, but I have a problem with verse 1 because verse 1 is the insurmountable. Verse 1 is the problem. Verse 1 is the wall. Verse 1 is the impossibility, but God has the ability to break you through out of your impossibilities. Don't give up on his promise. As they gathered around that wall on that seventh day, they had gone through the promise, the, the process, and now they were believing for the promise. The promise that God was going to break down the walls. They didn't stop six times around the wall. They made it to the seventh day. They marched around seven times. They got into that moment, and they were believing God for their breakthrough, and they released a shout of praise. And when they released a shout of praise, the walls came down. You cannot break through without praising God for your breakthrough. God says, I am going to break you through. We don't wait for God to break us through and then give him praise. No, we praise God before he even breaks us through. This is what faith is all about. This is what trust and his promise is all about. This is what knowing that God can do the impossible is all about. So when we show up here at church, there is power in our praise. When we say to ourselves, uh, this is the day that the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. We declare that over our lives there's power in our praise. When we come into the house of the Lord on Sunday and we say I will enter into his gates with thanksgiving and I will enter his courts with praise. His praise will continually be on my mouth at all times. Something happens when we praise. Praising for victory releases power for breakthrough. Don't just praise God. Listen to this. Don't just praise God for the victory. Come on. Praise God from victory. There's a difference. God has already led us into victory. 
We've got to go ahead and praise him in advance for for taking us into what already he has done for us. Praise him from victory. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on his plans. Keep marching with God. Keep walking knowing he's working. Keep trusting him. Keep believing that he's the God of the breakthrough. And finally, don't give up on his promise. You see, the walls are coming down. The walls don't, can't stand to, in front of a God who is the God of the breakthrough, the God of impossibilities. With him, all things are possible. I'm going to leave you with this passage of Scripture, and we're going to sing that song, You're the God of the Breakthrough, one more time. And I want, to sing, I want you to sing it as if you're believing God for the breakthrough. And I want you to sing it like you're not giving up on your breakthrough before you actually break through. This Scripture says in Psalm chapter 47, verse 1, Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Stand up to your feet right now all across this room. You've come this far. Don't give up. God told me, he said, you will break through. He said, tell my people this. You will break through if you don't give up before you break through. To get your breakthrough, don't give up on God. Bow to his authority. Don't give up on his plan. Walk in humility. And don't give up on his promise. Shout from victory. Come on, you can't enter into your breakthrough unless you will give God a praise. Your, pre- your breakthrough is waiting on your worship this morning. And so I want you to calm your heart, quiet your heart, even in this moment as we're getting ready to enter a time of praise and of celebration and of worship. But before we do, there are walls standing before you today. Walls that are insurmountable things that have not changed, that you've been praying for, that you've been believing for a breakthrough. And it's not just outward things. It's things on the inside of us that we have not received the breakthrough for. The anger, the unforgiveness, the pride of us doing things in our own strength and our own ability. There's a wall of sexual sin. There's a wall of doubt and unbelief, a stronghold that's there. There's a stronghold and an insurmountable wall before you of disease and of sickness today. What is the wall that stands before you that must be defeated? for you to enter in to your breakthrough, for you to possess the promise of God over your life. I want you to keep walking. I want you to not give up on God. Don't give up on his plan. Don't give up on his promise. This morning, you have an opportunity to humble yourself and begin to worship the Lord, to acknowledge him in all your ways that he might direct your path. 
that he might do what you cannot do, that he might tear down the walls, that he will bring down the barriers, that he would remove the hindrances, that the things that stand before you will become will come tumbling down, that you might enter in and that you might possess what God has promised over your life. Your breakthrough is waiting on your worship this morning. So what will you do? You will break through if you don't give up before you break through. All over this room, this morning, you need a breakthrough from God. This is your moment to experience His breakthrough. It's a breakthrough of joy. It's a breakthrough of peace. It's a breakthrough of healing. It's a breakthrough of reconciliation. It's a breakthrough of freedom from your addictions and deliverance. It's a breakthrough of truth over the lies that have been spoken over you. It's a breakthrough of courage in the face of fear. It's a breakthrough of joy in the face of depression. It's a breakthrough of peace when confronted with the wall of anxiety. Whatever the wall that's standing before you today, God is waiting on your worship. He'll break you through today. Receive your breakthrough. Don't give up on your breakthrough. Worship the Lord this morning. Before we enter into that moment, maybe there's someone in this place today or online that you have a wall of sin that has separated you from God. You've never given your life to Jesus. You've not been born again. And the beginning of your breakthrough comes when you first experience the God of the breakthrough, and that is Jesus. Just as he appeared to Joshua as the commander of the army of the Lord, he's saying, I have come to fight the battles that you cannot win in your own strength. I have come to tear down walls. I have come to lead you into victory. Today, will you humble yourself before me? Will you acknowledge your sin? Will you acknowledge that you need me? If you will today, old things will pass away. The sin, the shame, the guilt, the insecurities, the brokenness will be removed and I will replace them with healing, with joy, with reconciliation, with salvation, with peace and with purpose. Whatever separates you today, Jesus is inviting you to be your God of breakthrough. He's rising that you might, through him, enter into his breakthrough. And so all over this room today, I want you to commit or recommit your life to the commander of the army of the Lord, to the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, as Joshua did. And as you enter into your battles in need of a breakthrough, let's recommit our lives to him and say, God, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on you. I'm not giving up on your plan. I'm not giving up on your promise. Put your right hand over your heart and repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I make you my savior today and I make you the Lord of my life. Forgive me, cleanse me, 
remove the old, replace it with the new. I believe that you are my Savior and you are the God of the breakthrough. I receive it and I believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Our vision is that you would experience Victory Church as a place to call home. We do this by encountering God through worship, embracing community through relationship, and expanding the kingdom of God through service. Find out more about Victory at victorywinchester.com.